I can't even do it. Unique New York. Unique New York. Unique New York. New York. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow. It's going good. You. Unique, unique New York. New York. Wait, you, you did the same thing I did. Unique, unique New York? That's what you said. Unique, unique New York. 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 Hi, everyone. Welcome back to episode number 12 of the Nanny Podcast. This we're, is like, we're literally 55 seconds in, and that's what y'all done. Yeah, it was productive in some ways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yesterday was a very, very interesting day. Yesterday was a stupid day. That's what yesterday was. Until the end of the day, actually. We actually had a, a good time there. A blast. Yeah, no, we, uh, what time did we leave? I actually got up. 8 a.m. You did. I I was very clear about that. And you said, oh, I'm going to have my little sister wake me up. And at 8.03 a.m. yesterday, you texted me. Yes, yes. And then it took you 45 minutes to show up. (laughs) No, I was there pretty fast. 45 minutes isn't fast. I was there way faster than 45 minutes. Okay, well, whatever. We got on the road at like 9.30, though. Yeah. It was not that fast. It wasn't 9.30 when we got on the road. It was probably like 9.12. No. It was past nine, Brent. I'm telling you right We now. didn't get there until one o'clock. It's a three-hour drive. <laughs> but we also stopped at multiple places. It was actually three hours and 38 minutes. That's true. Well, that's because you drove us 38 minutes past our destination. No, that was that a was starting me. time on Google Maps. No. That was actually me. I drove us past Austin. Oh, oh, that was you, wasn't it? Oh, that was yeah. gosh. Yeah. No, we were going to Austin yesterday. We're going to go to this reptile show. Christian is in love with reptiles now, and... uh so we thought it'd be really cool for him to see a reptile show, and then you were going to get some stuff for... A whole new enclosure deal yeah, is going on. Yeah, my paladarium build, and I was going to buy another aquatic turtle, and I they was didn't gonna, have anything. I was going to get a snake, but you yeah. can't have constrictor snakes in our city, so it, yeah. it just all fell to shit pretty fast, I'm not well, going to lie. And the fact that you're already in trouble with the city for animals, we didn't want to add additional animals that you're going to get in trouble See, for, so... no, not the best idea, but it's whatever. It is whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a bust, but then we went to exotic animal stores after, like, uh, you guys have seen the stores we go to, like the crazy stuff with rescue animals and all that. Yeah. They were boring, too, though. <laughs> They didn't have. They, they didn't have much. They were boring. I think the only cool thing that they had was that big tortoise. That <laughs> tortoise was but we, huge. like we couldn't take it home. So like, why was it cool? It well, cool. right. I mean, it roamed the store, which was cool. But I mean, tortoises Still. don't really do much. They exactly. just sit there and it's just a tortoise. Hey, look, you shut your cute. mouth. Melvin and the Flash are great. I didn't say that they weren't great. They are cute. And Nigel. <laughs> and Nigel. Nigel. We watched Nigel. Nigel's a dick. Yeah, no, like Nigel's, he totally straight up just wrecked yeah. that poor little baby mouse. Yeah, he did. He destroyed it. <laughs> like exactly that's the thing is, I'm going to tell you right now is that our followers on social media are going to hate you well, for that right there. Except well, for the mouse was dead. What are they so, in the wild? <laughs> Well, but what they don't know is behind the cameras, Christian was back there murdering the poor little mouse before he put it in his mouth. <laughs> he, like, suffocated him and, and like, was like, here, little snakey, snakey. No, that is not what happened. And then shoved it down its throat. It was, it was crazy. Not that cruel. But, uh, I know, I'm just kidding. But, uh, no, so, I mean, we did that. And then we decided we thought it would be fun, being that we were three and a half hours away from home. We were like, let's look up the most, the worst reviewed, worst rated pet store in Texas. And that's where we're going to drive to. And that's exactly what we did. That and guess what? They did not disappoint. They did uh, not disappoint at all. Ratings. No, it was a dude. Okay, so how far was it from Austin? It was in. It was two hours away from Austin. Yeah, about two hours. About two hours away from Austin. So this is keep in mind. This is the worst rated pet store like you can find realistically. And we get there, and from the outside, looks nice. Looks like a putting green. 
is what I said. I mean, it looks like a, a nice little putting green. A putting green? It did. The outside of the store, it looked like you were a place where you go play golf, and behind there you would mean, be like a top golf net. You, you mean just like, like you, the, you mean like a pro shop? Yeah. Or a or it, it had. Looked, did you see the thing in front? Like it looked like a putt putt center. Is what it yeah. looked like. Yeah, a putt putt center. That's what it looked a like. Putt, putt not, a green, green. A putt, not a putting green. Not a putting green is a thing of grass. Christian. Yes. It's like uh, a yard of At least I'm not gender mutual. <laughs> that is true. You are not gender mutual. Um, but, uh, nor uh, are you a veteran. In I'm fact. not either. <laughs> but, Let's just get this out of the way now. Let's get all of it out now. Uh, but uh, I am a veteran of the exotic animals. <laughs> I attended school at the University of A&M of Texas, and I became a veteran of wild exotic animals. That's Christian. Um, but no, we went there and it was disgusting. It was it bad. Was, yes. It was bad to a whole other level. What, what did you see, Christian? That like what you said when we got back in the car, I didn't even see it. It was something well, about the prairie dogs. Oh, yeah. They had like so they had these big windows. Yeah. Of like their display animals. Mm-hmm. And they had three separate prairie dogs in like appropriate sized cages. But then they had this one cage that was literally like half the size of all of them. With, well, and just it was for, hidden with, too. Just to scale hidden. it, right? Real quick, just to scale it. Anybody that watches Paul Cafaro's videos, the cage that he has his rat in is how big this one big cage was, right? Yeah. It was the same thing. It was like a multi-level cage. Yeah, multi-level yeah. cage. But then they had this one cage that they kept all the prairie dogs in. It was probably a quarter, yep. maybe half the size with about... It was probably I'd like a 20 gallon. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like a 20 oh, yeah. gallon. Like at, at least like 12 to 18 like prairie, prairie dogs, dogs in there. Just packed, just in, packed there. in there. No, yeah. Nowhere to fit food or water, nothing. It was bad. And it for anybody really that doesn't know, a prairie dog's about the size of a small chihuahua. I mean, yeah. They're probably yeah. a good four or five pounds, right? Yeah. I mean, it was wrong, terrible. Yeah. yeah. So there, we're looking at these things and I'm like, dude, this is bad. And then there was a snake thing, like the big snakes and like mini tanks. Everything was overpriced. Then I called, what I called about what I was interested to see with the hand is they said they had mini pig so i was like hey if you guys have a mini pig i will purchase it off of you and bring it home so i get another pig um so that was the intention and i asked the guy we were in the store I was like hey can we uh can we go see the mini pigs and he was like yeah sure and he opens the door out back and it is a it is a junkyard it's literally a junkyard it's, it's a junkyard <laughs> that's exactly what it is well essentially yeah and i'll set this up real quick right so if you were to take your yard cover the entire backyard in concrete wrap kennels around your backyard where the doors face into your yard and then just pile up shit Everywhere. 45 foot tall in every corner space, everything. That's and what it looked like. That's what it was. And in the back right corner, there was three mini pigs. That was the left corner. But that was the right corner. No, the back right corner was a chicken. Yeah. Oh, I thought, He's no, right. not, not when you like open the door, when you turn to the oh, side, you turn to, okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah, back corner. Um, but no, so right back there, there was three mini pigs and it's in a cage surrounded with tarps. So they see, they don't see the sun and there's no food, no water in there. There's a little igloo. Well, and it's then like, also and it was like, concrete, right? It was I mean, concrete. They were all, it's like a concrete. tortoise igloo. Yeah, is what they had, what they yeah. had. and it was so bad, bro. Like there they, was and they were crap all over the floor. Oh, like, yeah, like it was you, terrible. It was well. Did you notice? Did you happen to notice though that what they look like? I mean, I know we weren't back there for very long, but did you pay attention to their atom, their anatomy, and like how they looked? Mm-hmm. Like it was, literally, it was like a baby pig from the head to where the abdomen started yeah. and then their abdomen was swollen up like a basketball. Mm-hmm. You remember when you got waddles, yeah. he kind of looked like that, but I yeah. mean, you could have picked him up, squeezed him, and you probably had worms hanging out. Or... Yeah. It, it was, it was really, really bad. And I felt, I felt terrible. I was going to buy all three and I figured they're going to be like 60 bucks a piece. 
Like normally, even if they were a hundred bucks, a even if they're a hundred bucks a piece, I probably would have bought all three still because you can find them on Craigslist for twenty dollars. Like <laughs> you can even find them for cheaper than that. They're yeah. mini pigs. It's like they're super it's easy to get. Yeah, <laughs> the same concept like donkeys. Like those are really easy animals to get for like exotic zoo places. Yeah. Um, so well, that's why when you go to an exotic zoo place like that, it's just donkeys are like the filler animal. Yes, same concept. Pigs, right. can, pigs can act like that. So uh, I'm like, I walk up to the guy. I'm like, hey, how much are they? And he goes on the computer, and I was like, maybe it'll be a little high because this place is everything else has been high. So it's like maybe like one fifty. I think it's just three hundred dollars per one. Yeah, I was livid. I was so angry. I looked at him. I'm like, dude, are you serious? Are you serious? Well, the Did extra two hundred dollars was for the worms that you got. <laughs> yeah, literally. I I was just I, did, I didn't even know what to think. Um, unfortunately, we didn't purchase any, and I, reg- I like I regret it to an extent. Like I really want to go back there, but I really want to get the place shut down more than anything. And I, I hate ha- a better home. Yeah, I hate having the the Karen energy. I hate looking like a Karen uh, in this situation. That's what we kind of look like. But no, it was so, it was bad. So I'm gonna go back to our conversation the last time and and how. It's not a negative connotation to be a simp. It is not a negative connotation to be a Karen in this situation. This is the right thing to do. There is actually a change.org movement right now to shut this place down. Yeah. There's, there's a, there's a Facebook page. It's called shut down, uh, whatever the name is, whatever the name is. Um, but they've got like 4,500 signatures from people in the town to shut this place down. And then an employee made a racist comment too. Like he was bad. Yeah. It was like real bad. This place is just jacked up. It's It's very jacked up. The place to go. And they were illegally selling, uh, turtles, turtles, Yeah, Um, small turtles. Yeah, like the, everything they were doing was wrong. So we called them back up on the phone. This is in the video. If you guys haven't seen it yet, we called them back up on the phone and confronted them. And I asked them to pass a message, message on to the owner or the manager, whoever it may be. And I was definitely Carol. really rude. It was. Yeah, actually. She looked exactly like Carol Baskin. Like I'm yeah. the type of person that researches everything. So I'm back there looking it up and I come across the lady and sure enough, she looks just like Carol Baskin. In fact, <laughs> she was holding a baby tiger too. She was. She, she was. was identical to Carol Baskin, and, which pissed and, me off. And what happened? was is Brenton became Joe Exotic real quick on the phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you Dude, bitch. Was... I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm coming for your store. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. So and The funny thing was is that Brenton like lays into the guy and the guy's just sitting there, doesn't like, say a word. Okay. And at the end, he's like, okay, thanks. Have a good day. And then hangs up. <laughs> and the thing is, they don't accept a, a private, private calls. Number, private calls. Which tells you one thing. That they get that, gets that call on. Gets oh, that no, call I'm sure on. what happened was is he picked up the phone. And he's like, hey, blah, 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 store. And Britton goes, let me tell you one thing. And he went, sets it down mm. on the table. About 30 seconds later, he picks it up. And he's like, damn, this dude's still talking. <laughs> and then he puts it back. All right. He didn't listen to anything you yeah, said. Yeah, probably not. No. Uh, which pisses me off. But if there is anything we can do to get it shut down, I would definitely be all for it because it was was rough but the exciting part about our trip was the drive back so let me set this up for you guys we're driving on the highway uh, as you guys know, the left lane is the fast lane. So we're going like, well, uh, actually you can't say that. Right. So in the state of Texas, the left lane is the fast lane. Most states it's for passing only, but in Texas, here is the rule and it's an unwritten rule. First off, don't impede traffic in the left lane. Yeah. If somebody comes up behind you and they're doing faster than you, the courteous thing is, is to move to the right lane and let them pass. Yeah. Especially in Texas, because most people have guns and they'll shoot you in the face. But <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, move out of the way. Exactly. So I'm in the left lane, going pretty 
pretty fast, to be honest with you. I'm definitely speeding. Um, but not by much. But, Maybe but, 10 but miles but an not, hour. But not anything to get pulled over. Like, I'm not speeding to get pulled over. And this guy flies up behind me, and he's swerving back through both lanes. And he's, like, on my ass. Like, like he's, like, driving in the pullover lane trying to get around Brenton. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this, right? So I was sitting in the back seat at this point, and I turn around and look out the back windshield, and he is so close to the bumper, I cannot see his hood. <laughs> like, literally, I can see halfway from his windshield up is all I can see of his car. That's how close he is. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, bro, like I'm, if I brake check, he's going straight into my truck. Like a hundred, there's no way he's that close. So I'm right. like, I slightly brake checked and he like swerved over to the other lane. I'm like, Jesus, the guy flies in front of me, gets back in front of me and just slows down and starts going, he starts impeding traffic. Pretty much, lane. yeah. And I'm like, Dog. well, and the thing was, is he didn't like do it on purpose. Like he was on us. We move over, let him go by. And then he speeds past us. And then as we get up there, probably two miles down the road, he is slowed, slowed down, down to again. like the speed limit. Yeah. It's not like he was trying to like block us off again. Like he was just, he sucked at driving. Like Pretty he, much, that, yeah. Like plain and simple. So I go around him again. I get in front of him going fast again. And then he comes up on my ass again. He starts swerving back and forth behind us into yeah. one lane, riding in the middle lane. This is when we figure out he's probably in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah it was, on. it was pretty obvious. Yeah. So I think after about 15 minutes of this happening, we're like, okay, yeah. right, let's call the police. Uh, yeah. We might as well. So Chris calls the police and we get his license plate. We get everything. We basically tell the cops, we're like, we're going to follow him. We're going to be like right behind him, probably a few car lengths back. And there was, this, there was one thing when we we're on the phone with the cops, he was, he was in the left lane. There's another truck above us, like a quarter mile in front of us. That's in the right lane. And he gets right up to that truck, almost slams straight into them going like 80. Oh yeah. Like he almost, almost hit like four people. He, he almost hit so many people by just swerving into him because he wasn't paying attention. And I was like, dude, I'm like, this is bad. So the, the police, they stationed, they stationed a cop. Well, yeah. So the first cop comes uh, in the opposite direction of us on the service road, which is a, it's a two way service road. Yeah. So we see them pass and I'm telling the dispatcher, I'm like, okay, the first officer just passed us. And the officer's like, all right, you're about to enter into Alvarado city limits, which is a town where we were driving through. There will be a police officer on the shoulder waiting for you guys to pass. So stay on the phone with me. So we see the officer. They're in what, like a, like a Tahoe or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And as we pass this dipshit, like not the cop, the guy driving this dipshit almost hits the car in front of him, in front of the cop, in cop, front of the cop. The cop is right behind him. The cop him. literally creeps the on the road. And as he does that, he just like swerves into the right and almost hits somebody. Yeah. Oh my I mean, dude, it's just like whatever. On. So the dispatcher's asking me, okay, well, is the police officer behind the car now? And I'm like, well, there's one car in between them, whatever. And this whole time. This guy is still driving like an idiot. Yeah, I don't even think he like even knows. Yeah, I don't even think he saw it. Like, I get he just had to have not seen the car right. because he didn't drive any better, even when the cop oh, was no. right behind him. So, the cop. That's when I pull my phone out. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. pulls his phone out. The cop turns his lights on and starts to no, pull him over. No, he hadn't even turned his lights on yet. So he's now yeah, behind he him, and the guy sees that the cop's behind him, so he yeah. moves to the right lane. As we're entering a kind of like if you're watching this and not listening, but as we're entering a left turn over a bridge kind of, and it's a slight turn. It's not like a lot. He moves into the right, the right lane. And that's when it all went to shit for him. Oh, <laughs> lights bro. turned on. Right. No, he didn't even turn his lights on yet. That's what I'm talking about. That's when he hit the wall. No, no, the no, lights were on, on when, it, oh, when he hit he, the wall. Well, yeah, he started yeah. chasing him and then he okay. started to take off. Yeah. But then he hit the wall and well, he's like, oh, well, shit. Well, the yeah, guy, it was bad. The, the cop turned his lights on and the guy didn't stop. No. Like, he didn't He didn't slow we down. We knew we were in a police chase at that Nothing. point. Nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, okay. And as he's going, he probably sees the lights in the back of his mirror and he goes straight into a wall, like directly into a wall. Smokes his tires. Smokes his tires, pulls off, and he's like, okay, obviously. 
I'm going to definitely get pulled over now. There's no way yeah. you can win in that police chase. So he pulls off to the side. Cops come up. I ran out of gas. Um, so we had to get to a gas station as fast as possible. So by the time we get to a gas station and pull back around, there's three cop gear. Three cop cars there. Yes. And then... And a FedEx driver. <laughs> That's what you look like. You look like yeah, a FedEx driver. Like a FedEx driver. Um, and then one of the cop cars pulled away. And this is where it turned into like full investigation <laughs> mode. Yes, it did. So you, well, like, before we get into this part of the story, you know what we should do? Huh? We should exercise our right under the Public Information Act and we should request a copy of that 911 call. <gasps> we can, can totally we do that? Get, absolutely. Really? Yeah. That's sick. That would be pretty funny, though. That would be right? really cool. Amazing. Because we were giving commentary. Like, I, we got the phone on speaker, and like, <laughs> Chris is like, oh, oh shit. shit. Oh, my <laughs> God. He the wall, Chris goes, he starts laughing. He's like, oh, I hit the wall. Oh, it's so funny. It was but anyway, crazy. So, this is where it really gets good, though, is because we pull up, and yeah. yeah. And Chris is just like, Let's follow him. Yeah, <laughs> I was going him. to the jail. Well, no, no, well, no. So this cop, we pull up. We don't see the guy in his car. There's two mm. cop cars behind him. There's one cop car pulling away. And I'm like, dang it. We didn't get to see him putting cuffs or anything. Chris is like, follow the other cop. And I see him on the other side of the highway. And he's like, go get him, Brenton. And I'm well, like, here's the thing is we have no idea. <laughs> what a this random guy, city. This guy is even in this car. We made a huge guess. Yeah, we were just we, we were just guessing like, hey, maybe maybe the guy getting arrested in that cop car. Let's follow that cop car. Because to see he's he the jail. first one who pulled off. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I fly over behind the cop car and then we start driving for like, uh, like two miles. And Chris is like, Look up to see if the you know the city police stations around here to make sure this cop is going this way, so we're following the right police officer. Because our whole goal in mind, you might you guys might be a little lost. Our whole goal in mind is to watch this guy get taken into the police station or into jail. That's what we want to see. We want to see that it just worked. for fun, just for yes. fun, because we're bored. Yeah, because there's no dignity left at this point no, for this man. No, like we have no. ruined his life. Oh yeah. So that's what we want to see. So we're just following a ram cop car, praying that he's in the back of that one out of the three. So we look up the police station and. When sure it comes enough. up, it's the wrong direction. The police station is the wrong direction. Well, now keep in mind too, just so you know, just to just to clarify, yeah. this is in a Chevy Tahoe police car, yeah. and the the windows are completely blacked Black. out. You can't see in it, so we have no idea what's in the back. Yeah. So we look up the police station. We're like, let's make sure this guy's going to the police station. That way, we know he has you know the suspect or whatever. Um, and we look it up, and he's not heading towards the police station at all. He's actually going the opposite direction. So we're like, well, damn, we've been following him the wrong way. And then Chris is like. Like, wait, look check up the Alvarado police station, check up the county jail. And I'm like, okay. And Christian pulls up the county jail. Sure enough, he's heading towards the county jail. Yep. So, and it's like 15 minutes that we're following this cop. Yeah, well, it's and way thing, outside. And the thing is, Google gave us directions to take this exit, and the cop didn't take us. We were like, oh crap. He's going home, probably. He's going home. We <laughs> just keep following him, and sure enough, he's, there's another he, route. There's another route to get there. there. And we pull into the county jail. And God, the good. the cop pulls through this barbed wire fence, and we're just like, we just want to see this man. We just want to see that it worked. Well, yeah, because like when you pull up to it, right? It's uh, there's an entrance, and there's signs everywhere that says no through traffic or whatever. But then there's a visitation parking lot. And I was like, well, let's go pull over there, right? And then right at the end of it, there is like a guard shack that you have to pull up to request the gate to be open. They open up the gate, and then they pull up to this bay that has like two large garages, garage doors, yeah. right? Yeah. And one of the doors open up, and they pull in. And we thought, oh, shit, we're not going to see this. Yeah, we're not. And then all of a sudden, the car kind of disappears to the other side of this garage. Yeah. And we just sat there and wait. Yeah. 
And sure enough, about five minutes later, we see a cop grab this man that we saw speeding behind us like 35 minutes earlier and take him right in. And we were so happy. Oh, we were. It was for no reason at all. Absolutely. This is is the most pointless (laughs) thing we've ever done. That's actually not true. I mean, we probably, you have to understand that there was potential lives saved from that. That was a true rescue mission. The pointless (laughs) part was following the cop to the police station. Oh, yeah. But no, the rescue, yeah, the rescue uh, was sick. I mean, he definitely either would have hurt himself or he he would have hurt himself. Or somebody else, absolutely, hundred percent. Like he almost well, had so many cars. He was in jail for a reason. I yeah, mean, they did I mean, a they did a field sobriety test on him. He, he failed. failed it. So, yeah. so he was obviously drunk. Yeah. So that was a uh, that was quite interesting. Yes. And then, Great. And then we just had car ride stories about paranormal activity on the way back. We did. Which is our ter- next topic. Our next topic, <laughs> which is kind of terrifying. See, uh, you guys may not be, but all three of us are huge you, believers, and the whole. Uh, Paranormal activity. Paul is too. <laughs> Paul, I, I see. I don't. I don't mess with that stuff because I've heard stories from like family and like other people about stuff like that. There's one story that Chris is the greatest at telling because um, he knew someone, uh, just this random guy from a while ago. You you just tell the story. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I had him tell Christian why we're in the car back because this it freaks me out to a whole nother extent. So you you go yes. into that. It's just story time now. Chris yeah, it's gonna it is story time. So guys, <laughs> listen to this. This this is gonna blow your mind. It will not bore you. No, it will not bore you. But it is a long story. So we're gonna get into this right now. So the first thing I would say is uh, preface the story with watching on Netflix a documentary called DMT. That's Delta Mike Tango, the Spirit Molecule. He is an FBI agent. Uh, <laughs> you guys know Chris. So is DMT, an FBI the Spirit agent. Molecule. So essentially, what DMT is is it is a molecule that is found naturally in animal protein or not animal protein but animals and certain plants right yeah they say that dmt is released by the human body twice in your lifetime once at 22 weeks of gestation and once at death they also say that uh or speculate rather that when you have a near-death experience or a alien abduction experience it's actually your body which is your pineal gland Verify that they're over there, uh, you, Paul, pineal gland, P-I-N-N-E-A-L gland, type in P-I-N-N-E-A-L and DMT and just make sure. Anyway, that's where they think it comes from. So you can naturally derive this from these plants. And I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy that did this. Actually, I do know the guy. And essentially he extracted this DMT molecule at one point in his life and decided to ingest it and uh, see what happened. He got something. It's in the pineal glands of rats. Oh, so there you go, right? Wow. So. But not did, in the human pineal gland. Oh, interesting. That's very strange. Yeah. Maybe. Wow. Okay. how that works. But what do you, how do you, so it's, it's like a very, so you, it's a, it's not easy to just get DMT. No, you can't, you can't just like get, DMT. get it. I mean, well, first of all, it's illegal to uh, obtain. It's illegal to have, it's illegal to use. I mean, it's highly, it's a highly controlled substance, right? Yeah. So what is that? Check this out. So is DMT found in the human brain? Right. It says several speculative and yet untested hypotheses suggest that indigenous DMT is produced in the human brain and is involved in certain psychological and neurological states. DMT is naturally occurring in small amounts in rat brain, human cerebrospinal fluid and other tissues of humans and other 
mammals. See? Weird. Weird. Well, but you have so to an, extract it. Yeah, you have to extract it, right? So it's, From bark. There's a bark that grows on a certain tree in the Amazon that you can extract it from, and I, we won't get into all of that. But anyway, so this guy extracts this molecule and decides he's going to ingest it. So this particular guy is somebody that I respect highly and is very intelligent, and I, I definitely believed what the story was that he told me. So... <laughs> He calls me one night and he says, all right, I'm going to finally take this stuff. I said, okay, well, let me know how this goes. Well, about three hours later, he calls me and he's like, holy shit, you're never going to believe what just happened to me. He's like, I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I feel this warmth take over my body. And then I open my eyes and I look down and I'm floating over my body. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. This is, this is all in your mind. Yeah, this he's like, my spirit has literally left my body, and I'm hovering over, looking down, going, hey, I'll see you later. And then I just open my eyes again, and I'm in this black space with all these flashing lights and all these, like, it, the way it explained it was like if you were to take a board of electrical current and see all these different circuitry things going on and lights flashing and all this stuff. He's like, I don't know exactly what happened. So fast forward, he does some research and he finds out that this thing is called the veil. And this veil, you have to break through. And once you break he's through it. He's hallucinating. Yeah, exactly. Not, this isn't like realistically happening. not like happening. for real. Like yeah. he didn't open a door and there's this stuff. No, that didn't happen. He's, so he's hallucinating, hallucinating in his mind right now. But right. this is what DMT causes you to do. Right. So he does the research and he finds out, hey, I have to go and I have to break through this veil. So yeah. he does it a couple more times and finally breaks through the veil. And he meets his spirit guide who's going to basically guide him through this spirit world. Which is the thing. Like, other people do this, and they have right. the same yeah. interactions. Yeah, so he gets through it or what have you, and he uh, he investigates the spirit world, and, uh, you know, he finally comes home and, and decides he's not going to do it anymore. Well, the last time he does it, he goes back into the spirit world, but this time it's not as nice and as kind and as interesting as the first times. This time it's dark and it's full of demons and it's full of bad things. So he comes back on the very last time and after a few days he realizes that weird stuff is happening in his house. Like he walks out of the bathroom and something turns the water on. Or he'll be sitting on the couch and he'll just see some random shadow in his kitchen. This gets to the point where he literally has to move away out of his apartment because of the things going on. Yeah. Uh, he would let, he would like have Christian music playing in the apartment at all times, trying to get this demon to go away. So finally he goes back and he does some research and the only way he can, and at this point he destroys all the DMT he has left. And at this point he does the research and finds out the only way to get rid of this freaking thing is to take it back and leave it there. Yeah. So he's got to order more bark. Um, he's got to extract the molecule. This is a process too. This yeah. is like a month, two month process. It's like full on science guys. Yes. You don't even understand. Like it's two insane. months later, he finally, uh, he's got it extracted and he does it again and takes his demon and leaves it back in the, uh, the underworld or whatever you want to call it. And then he comes back and he's like, I'm never touching that shit again. Yeah. And that, that was it. Right. So, so for everyone who thinks this is fake, then something came out about it. Yeah. So there was a, there's a scientist that studied this stuff and basically they took multiple people in like one side of the country and multiple people on the other side of the country. And what they did is they, they basically caused them to hallucinate on DMT at the same time, at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah. And the idea is, is that you enter the spirit world, right? It's like this purgatory area between, you know, physical earth and heaven or whatever. So these people all make it through this veil. They're in the spirit world. They meet all these people and they talk and they learn all this stuff. And then they come back 
and they questioned him. And while they were there, they actually met each other. So this, these are two people. So from one side of the country and the other side of the country, never met, have no idea who each other are. They both did DMT, this hallucinogenic at the same time. And they met each other when they were hallucinating. And then they were put in a room together right. and knew things about each other without ever meeting in their entire life because they took it at the same time. It's kind of crazy. Like it makes you wonder, huh? That is absolutely terrifying. Absolutely. And like, if you look it up, other people do have like insane paranormal activity experiences after they do this drug, like weird things happen in their house or. And by no means are we condoning the use of drugs or hallucinogenics. No. But it is very interesting. Yeah. The studies. The science. Well, the science behind it is what's interesting to me. Right. God. I'm in no way would ever attempt that ever. (laughs) No, No. It's like, it's terrifying. To, to think that you can go into another dimension, mindset, like another like dimension or like mindset and actually potentially meet real people. Well, it's just, I mean, you know, we followed up that conversation. We were talking about it, right? It's, it's interesting that there's a different perspective from everybody on everything you see, right? If you go back to the blue and black dress picture that we were talking about, right? Some people see blue and black. Some people see white and gold. That means that you're walking around seeing things that other people don't see. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, you you could literally be looking at a tree and be like, oh, that's, that's pretty brown and green tree. And in reality, it's not, it's like purple and yellow. Exactly. It's weird. Paul, what are your thoughts on, on that? I've got a story for you. Okay. Oh, Oh, yay. I got a story for you. So my old house, uh, I was super sick. And my mom was actually uh, over at the house uh, mm-hmm. watching my kiddo because yeah. I was uber sick. And they were in the living room. I was in the bedroom. And I had just woken up. And I was about to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of groggy a little bit. And I, was, I, wasn't, I don't really take a lot of medicines. So I just yeah. take like ibuprofen, Advil, or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. just try to go sleep. So I, I'm laying in the bed. And if you can imagine... I'm laying in the bed and right in front of the bed on the right side is the bedroom door on the left side is the bathroom door. So I'm laying in the bed and the foot of the bed is kind of facing those two doors kind of thing in the Mm -hmm. middle of the room. Mm -hmm. And I am looking out towards the living room with the lights on and everything. And I see this dark figure past my peripheral on my left side. Yeah. And I stop for a second and I'm like, wait, what was that? And within, I mean, before I could even move, I felt this huge weight on my chest, Uh like being pushed down. And I, (laughs) and so it was like this huge weight, like something just sat on my chest or it actually felt like two hands holding my chest down. All right. And I couldn't move. Like I was tr- struggling so hard to move that my eyes, when I, after all of this was said and done, I was able to get up and stuff, but I was f- trying to force it so much to get up that my eyes, I broke blood vessels in my eyes. And then just out of nowhere, it just stops. And then I was able to get up and breathe better. And it was insane. And other things happened in that house that were pretty nuts. Like lights would turn off. There was a bulb in the kitchen that you know those uh, the uh, the floodlights in kitchens up at the yeah. very top they're like in the can lights yep. one of the bulbs exploded but the um the light mechanism was still on so the light was on but the glass around the bulb exploded yeah what? the gl- I don't know it was super How's weird I don't know see that's a weird but thing the you know but what are they what are they called the little things the element the element was still on 
but the glass exploded and just all over the kitchen. And then one time my buddy and I were sitting in the kitchen, we were talking, we had just made this, like we were cooking out and we were sitting there and he had a glass uh, of water. It was like one of those, like a wine glass of water. Mm -hmm. And, um, we called it the power goblet, but whatever. Um, <laughs> it was sitting there and it all of a sudden we heard this loud pop and we look at it and it's completely shattered, but it's in one place still kind of like how windshields, whenever they break Ooh. and they, it was, it, it literally was shattered completely all the way down, but it was still intact. Super crazy stuff in that house, man. <laughs> Uh, no thanks. It's uh, crazy, man. Uh, you usually hear this story I have about one time I was over at Brenton's. I was talking to his grandma and oh never mind. We'll talk about that later. Anyway. Okay, good. Just get, yeah, I know if it's I'm well, telling I had you. a similar experience, which is strange. <laughs> With Nammy? <laughs> Not Nammy. Nam bam. I mean anyway, okay. Um. Well, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> well, uh, I know what to say. No, I, I know exactly you. I don't want what to say. say. Well, back on the whole uh, ghost, the whole paranormal activity stuff. Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, We're not I don't, alone. I don't like talking We're about this. Stuff. Like, it's it's very interesting, and it's something you can think about for a long ass time. I feel like really go in depth because there's people who have like crazy stories. Like you had a story about in your house. Uh, I did. I have a video of that. Yeah, he has a. Crazy. Chris has a video. Like yeah. Of uh, something legitimately happening in his house way before video editing could be done. Um, well, I mean, it could be done, but it was but like it, literally cutting film and like yeah, there was no editing to that. It was definitely odd. Yeah, uh, that, that was it, it. Was it was an apparition that showed up and was carrying balloons through my house, like yeah. like birthday balloons. Yeah, the it, the video is is very strange, um, but no. So yeah, paranormal activity. Ah, it's it's weird. So I wonder what y'all's thoughts. Like, let me know what y'all's thoughts are. Like on that. You know what we should do? Because I know a lot of people don't believe it. Hey, Paul, what is the uh, what's the chance of getting? You know what I'm going for. What's oh, the chance of getting oh. a mobile like? Podcast Let's go ghost studio. hunting. That's what I'm saying is how do we set up a podcast in a cem in a cemetery in the middle of the night? No, nah, dude. See, cemeteries are actually not that haunted if you want to be real about well, it. Well, that's because true, but the, still. the actual spirits. So that there is this place. It's in, it's very close to our general vicinity Yeah, in this kind of area. Uh -huh. uh, I went there with my son and my fiance and it was so crazy. Like I brought, like, it's cool. Cause we will, we'll need a couple of things. We'll need, uh, uh, um, EVP monitor, EVP. We'll need a voice recorder. We'll need a good camera, something that we can run with and have lights. And then, um, something we can run, run with. with. <laughs> yeah. Something you can run with that way. It's doesn't, it's not, you know, some image stabilization and stuff like that. And something with night vision, like a GoPro, you know, we could take a GoPro. Yeah, go, a go, a GoPro would be good, but all of us need to have one. Yeah. We can absolutely do that. And I'm so down. So when we went, we were walking through and it's, it's super dark. And we noticed it's uh, like a homeless person had kind of set up shop and they had like a really messed up bicycle over here. Super creepy, man. It was right off the highway. We had to hop this little fence and just start going. And it's known to be one of the most haunted places, uh, in this area. What? So it's, and, and it's got this huge bridge that you see apparitions on all the time. Anyways, that doesn't matter. So we were going in there and we're walking through apparitions. This. Ghost. Ghost. No, I said. Goat man. Yeah. That's what he said. 
Blast I don't think he's something. talking about goat man. I don't think he's either, but that just popped into my head. Yeah. So anyway, check anyway out. I keep going. So we were walking down this this little part where all the like little forest area was, and kind of this opening, and out of nowhere, the the um, electromagnetic field, the EMF. That's what it was. An EMF reader just starts going off the charts. And with this little thing, it's actually pretty cool because it just like you do it. You're looking for energy. Uh, you're looking for um, radioactivity. You're looking for energy and things like that. And we're walking along, and we've got this thing, and all of a sudden it just goes. It just starts going off the charts, and I'm like, okay, I feel like a horrible parent. First off. Because I'm like, maybe we should go <laughs> just in case. Did you got you know. your kid with you? <laughs> yeah, I got my kid with me who was a couple, you know, he was, I guess, 12 at the time. And I was like, uh-oh, maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> it was creepy. And then on the EVF stuff, there is some uh, on the um, on the uh, recorder, you can hear some whispers. It's super cool, man. I'm so, We need to film that and do a ghost yeah. hunting. Like you hear things like right. this. It's like. Brandon. Nope, that's not what you're. That, uh, no, that's, I'm telling you that no, you that, actually you do. do hear stuff. No, I don't want to hear that though. Yeah. So the funny seen... thing is, is as you were telling that story, I look over and Brenton is covered from head to toe in goosebumps. Brenton does get goosebumps when I, I talk about this stuff. I get goosebumps when I talk about this stuff. It flips Have y'all seen shit pictures of, of Goatman? Like no. the real. No, Goat actually, Man? Goatman's Bridge is really popular. I guarantee a lot of people watching this know what it is. I've seen people uh, from Goatman's Bridge like come up on my for you page and stuff like that. I've before. seen people. Yeah. I've seen people. I can't remember if we talked about it one time before. Well, but they ghost hunt there all the time. Like, there's a ghost hunt like tour you can do at Goatman's Bridge. I'm pretty sure. Like, I've seen comments of people like have came like from other parts of the U.S. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. For like sure. the Ghost Hunter show. I don't remember which one it was on History they Channel or whatever. They went there, but it's it's actually called Old Alton Bridge. Old Alton Bridge. Have, yeah, but I'm asking. Have you seen pictures of the actual like Goat Man? Goat Man yeah. That why they call it that. Yeah, he's like half goat, half man. Look at bro, look at that. It's so creepy. He looks like a centaur. But like the black and white pictures and he has like glowing eyes. Oh, that's mm. creepy. Cause like like you know those um cameras they use for like deer hunting? Mm-hmm. Like to get trail cams. Trail cameras. Dude, those make everything ten times creepier. They do. So so let's do this. Let's, let's do uh it. I'm so down. What equipment do you have now? Uh, I mean, pretty much we don't need much. We mm. would just need, um, well, like the, this was uh, years ago. So we'll need an EMF reader. Well, the electromagnetic magnetic field reader, if you, if you don't use the electronic ones, you can actually use copper wire. Have you ever seen those where they bend it into an L shape and yeah. it like goes like this on its own? It's like a Ouija board of yeah, it's, it's super weird. weird. I think I mean uh, electronic uh, ones. Yeah, kinda, we'll just, I mean it's easier. Yeah. dude, just look it up right now. I guarantee you, while you're talking about this, on I can find Amazon. one on Amazon in three seconds. Dude, it's like I think it's like thirty or forty bucks, mm-hmm. and then we need uh, infrared light, mm-hmm. uh, and then a, you know, we, we've got cameras for days, mm-hmm. and then uh, a nice. A uh, voice recorder, a super sensitive voice recorder that 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 catches. Um, there's certain ones that you can look them up online, like the certain best sound ones waves for, and stuff like well, that. Well, it's got to hit certain frequencies because ghosts are in certain frequencies. Look at this EMF meter right here, electromagnetic field radiation detector, handheld, mini digital, twenty nine ninety seven. Is it yellow? No, it's like orange. Oh, uh, but it's still it looks like a decent one. I mean, we can try it. Okay, so. <laughs> If if I order the, if I order the stuff here in just a second right. when we get done with this podcast, are you guys down to do it like uh, like really soon? Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? Are you coming, Christian? Oh, no, dude. You don't know? Let's all do it. Uh, and just in case, we can always bring protection. Yeah, I mean, I haven't. I, I have a whole like, like a case of 
We'll bring, I, I have huh? one of those. A bow and arrow. A bow and arrow. Oh, moves. absolutely. Dude, that's, not, that's not going to do anything. You need, like, you need like garlic, cloves, and holy water. Holy water and crosses. Holy water. Crosses. Can I tell you what I did last night? <laughs> so I, last night, it was really... all, Wait a second. With all these things we just mentioned, wait, this wait. is going to be an incredible story, I hope. I can tell, right? It, it's, like <laughs> no, the... it's, it's, it, it's not really a story. It's just something I did last night when I was in my room, dark, alone. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like actually, so I was in my room and I kept thinking about the paranormal stuff, right? So I took my Bible out of my drawer and I slapped it right on my nightstand and slept right next to it. <laughs> I'm not lying, but I'll send you a picture. It's right there. Oh my God. Did you really? pray? Did you pray before you went to sleep? Yes. Like, yeah. 100%. <laughs> I'm so scared of that stuff. <laughs> okay. Okay. What you laughing at? That's amazing. No, good for you. I mean, hey. Oh, whatever brings you closer to the Lord. Yeah, or, wow. Or, or further away from those things. <laughs> you really did that. Yeah. You were that flipped out. Oh, man. That's quite interesting. Yeah, no, no, like I, like I told you all yesterday, like I always like when I'm in the dark, I feel like there's a presence there. Yeah, I don't I know don't who it like is that. or yeah. what they're there Larry. to do. He's Larry, Richard, Ricky, I don't know. Could be Ricky, it could be Ricky, I don't know. <laughs> it could be Ricky. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. What, what we should do is, is we should have, like, a movie night just for the boys. Yeah. You know, watch a bunch of scary movies with Christian over here before we take him out there, and then we got to figure out some way to leave his ass right in the middle of it and just go. I, I would got, feel I, so I, bad. I, no, those don't do anything to me anymore. What? I got over those. The scary movies? Yeah. I didn't. But watching scary movies going ghost hunting in the middle of a dark field somewhere and then getting left? Oh, you're talking about the you, real life part. Yeah, real life part. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you do that. You do that. I will chop both your heads off of that shit. I feel terrible. Well, I think we should prepare ourselves with machetes. Do you got a few of those? I'm so down to do this. Yes. Like, yeah, I mean, if y'all really want to, like, that'd be a, like, I wouldn't make that its own video, but that would be the greatest bit of all time we've ever That's felt. not a bit. That's not a bit. There, I can't title no, it. That's a serious no. investigation. It is a serious. Before long, we'll have our own YouTube channel of ghost hunting. Dude, I'm so down. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Look at this. Like, you have no idea. Well, in a, in a second, when we get off this podcast, I'll sit down. I'm going to order everything off Amazon. Oh, I'll show you God. what I order. Actually, I'll go on my Amazon and show you which ones to get because I got the highest. Like, I literally did days of research and picked the ones that worked the best. It's pretty dope. And we know about Paul and Days. He's got arms for days. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Show. Oh, yeah. Wow. I wish you guys had a camera back there. That would be yeah. mind blowing. Good Lord. Dude, watch out. There's a kid in the studio right with now, you. you know? Dude, I'm like. Bearing them arms. I'm like wow. so excited for this. I'm now. not. I'm not at all. You're gonna come, right? You're gonna have to come. Actually, no, an option. Um, so uh, yeah, no, that's gonna be sick. At least distract me. Let me film or something. <laughs> oh, we're gonna film. Don't worry. Oh, lots of filming. I swear, happen. like a cricket could jump in and be like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait, bro. Just oh. wait. Do you have any other any terrifying ghost stories, Paul? Oh no, he moved over really quick. No, <laughs> okay, that's I don't, really anticlimactic. Do I do have? It's not quite paranormal, but it is uh, alien. Oh, alien story. Uh, it's not really mine. So, okay, go ahead. I went to uh, Roswell, New Mexico. Right? Of course, he was in New Mexico. Well, I went to Roswell, New Mexico, because that's like the alien town, you know. Yeah, I was and gonna say, yeah, that's why. So they they had this big uh, event happening. It was an alien convention, and it was super cool. Like everyone dressed up. Like it was. 
Really? I don't care if everybody thinks I'm nerdy. It was so awesome, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, so I saw on the marquee, it says so alien nerdy. abduction or experience support group at 7.30 p.m. Oh, wow. What? So, of course, I went. Of course. <laughs> I mean, I had to experience the support group. And in order to get in, you had to have a story or an experience. Like, you couldn't just get in there and make fun of people, which I totally understand. Because mm-hmm. these people, after are, sitting in there... Are genuinely scared. These people are genuinely a hundred percent for sure that they have had alien experiences. Like the, it was, it was also, it was sad. Like some of them would cry in some of their stories, like because it like took their wife or took their kids. What? Dude, it was the craziest thing. And of course I had to tell a story and my story was amazing. I actually had people afterwards come up and talk to me. It's like, wow, <laughs> that's just really impressive. Anyways. <laughs> It was but, like the uh, script from Alien he's telling. No, it was, actually, it was actually a ghost experience I had when I was a kid, and I just, yeah, added aliens in there. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> wow. Um, that support group's listening right now going, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I cannot believe you, but it was insane. Like, people were like, yeah. they had burns on their arms from, like, hands grabbing them. So it could have been paranormal, it could have been aliens, but it was super strange. It's crazy. Well, what was the movie yeah. uh, based out of Nome, Alaska? You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, so Nome, Alaska is a town in Alaska that it, you can only get there by plane, right? You have to fly yeah. and fly out. And there is a ton of alien, you know, abductions and things that are reported every year. People missing. And they did a movie about the it. The fourth kind. The fourth kind, that yes. That movie scared the shit out of me. Right? Really? Is it that bad? Dude, well, dude, it's it, a real life. it's so it's a, real. It's on a real, it's on, it's based on a true story. It's and the recordings. Oh, okay, yeah. And the, uh, the recordings in the movie are actual, right? So they hypnotize this lady and they're, tr- they're asking her about her experience with these aliens and she starts, oh, dude, oh my God. I watched this in the theater and I'm pretty sure they had to clean my seat when I was done. Is it, is, <laughs> oh, really? I'm going to watch that. You want to watch it tonight? Dude, it was so What's it Stupid. called? What's the it called? fourth kind. The fourth kind. The fourth kind with Mila Jovovich. Yeah. And it is, I'm telling you, I don't get scared of movies. Movies just don't scare me. Like all with the, with like the big, like Freddy Krueger. Well, dude, and oh, you know yeah. what? You know what like else? That doesn't Those scare are me. dumb. Yeah. yeah. this movie, yeah. it was so, because it, you know, there's a bunch of alien movies that are like supposed to be scary uh-huh. and they're not. They're not. You know no, what no, I mean? But this no. one, they, they had the audio recordings, like you were saying, from the actual people, just like the support group I went to kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Like that. It was these people that had seen it. And dude, you've got to watch the movie. It is insanely, because it was super uh, underhyped. It was very oh, underrated. Yeah. Very underrated. It was terrifying because it was so real. Yeah. Really? Yeah, man. I feel like there was a big hype around aliens back in like uh, 1980s, 1990s when there was the show. There's a main character named Scully in it. Uh, what's the show called? Oh, they yes, made a, they made a movie it about it. Um, what's that show? X-Files. 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 Yes. That's such a good show. I feel like, uh, like aliens like became a really big thing when that show came out. Cause I remember that was really popular. I wasn't alive, but I know my mom was and I actually watched the show, but that was a big thing. I really want to watch this fourth, uh, the fourth, fourth, kind, w- yes. the fourth kind. What was the other alien movie? Um, gosh, bro, that's, it was trippy. the one where they're in the cornfield or whatever. And signs. Ooh, what signs, is that? Yes. Familiar. But see, the thing was, that signs, that signs was a super scary movie too. And you never saw the alien until the very end. Yeah. It signs was, just, was super scary. There was one part that scared 
everyone. Really? So when they when he walked across the alley, oh yeah, the alien, everyone yeah. in the whole entire theater screamed, right. and that was the only time you ever saw the alien. M Night Shyamalan is a freaking genius. Dude, he is so incredible. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. He's the one that did Unbreakable Glass. Oh, gotcha. Those All are really. Those. I know some but of those movies. Are really he good. also did Lady in the Water, which was weird. <laughs> but anyways, that was a weird one. Dude, Signs was insane yeah because it's, it's all it, about the mental game of all yeah. these movies now signs was very much them, signs was very much a hollywood flick right yeah. but fourth kind definitely not but what do you think was scarier nah. oh definitely fourth kind oh scarier yeah fourth kind the entire movie is terrifying no, oh okay, okay great well, well, nice. okay, no, i mean signs sick. were scary but it was very much hollywood right i mean this fourth kind yeah. is you were talking it's like a documentary that's been turned into a movie right oh, see that's, that's what i like so that's the what characters, i like the characters in the movie are based off real events real people right but they are in fact characters but they're just wow, the, it was a production yeah there's a, a production on it but the 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 footage that they show you the the story that they're telling you that's all stuff that happens i mean like if you go look right now at the number of people that go dis that disappear in nome alaska every year it's crazy and they say it's because i don't know if that were is it because they're closer to the moon or i don't remember gosh is, bro ah, okay all right we'll watch that tonight well that's enough talking about paranormal and alien activity for, for today's <laughs> podcast but no yeah let me hear your thoughts in the comment section down below i would absolutely uh, i'd love to hear it um but seriously if you guys have yet to rate us five stars on apple Podcasts yet go ahead do that you can also listen to us on spotify google as well as youtube that's probably where you're listening right now that's where most of you are at least but if you're going on to enjoy these yeah make sure to give us a like and uh like i said comment your thoughts subscribe to chris's youtube channel my channel follow us all on instagram and uh i guess we will catch you on the next episode of the fanatic podcast peace